Hey, oh, party people. Uh, I just want to let you know, my good friends, that I participated in an event this weekend. And if you're on my socials, you may have seen me post about it, but it it completely blew, blew, blew my entire mind. And I, I'm so thankful for the people who just pushed me and <laughs> said, you're capable, just show up. And I'm also so thankful and appreciative that they didn't mind that I completely did this wrong. (laughs) And they let me just be my, at times, messy self. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm so grateful for people who are seeing me and embracing me, this real whole light of a person in spaces that light me up even more and giving me opportunities that I wouldn't ever have had access to if I stayed on my island doing all of this alone. And so, yeah, I'm explaining what I went through this weekend, everything that I experienced. This podcast is a little bit longer than most of them um, because I don't, I don't even know if I have words for it yet, but amazing is one of the words. Grateful is another one of the words and mind blown is another one. And we're digging into that. And even more, even if entrepreneurship is not something that you want to explore, um, it's more just about the trueness of the being. Like, I have always loved and been drawn to teams and how people work together and how their mindsets meld and work and how beautiful humans are and their ability to like balance each other and find their way. And I, I, I love exploring spaces with teams of people. I think it's magical. And I always have. I have always been sitting at the desk of a coach or at the side of a coach and wondering how and what we needed to change in order to make it successful. And this podcast inevitably was me making and changing, (laughs) evolving as a human being to be successful, but even more than be successful to just be. And navigate life in a rhythm of consistency versus a constant high and low. And now diving into this space and trying things on in this entrepreneurship space, which really is the only way to understand what it is that you want to do. And it was beautiful to have an event like this and be able to really try that on for size. Can you? do this? Do you enjoy doing this? And I would say seeing my light and seeing my fight for people who did just go to work for me um, really excited me because that was a skill set that I had before, but it wasn't something that I had ever like intrinsically felt like was my duty. My duty as the leader of this group was to bring 
this thing to fruition, take it all the way to the end, run it across the finish line for these people who just put their heart and souls into this work. And I experienced this weekend what it felt like to carry that torch. And if if I explain it, if I if I can explain that in any way, it was like it was like a piece of me had been missing without that ability. Um, and this felt more like me in my truest existence than anything has in a very long time as far as like my being and what it is that I want to spend my time doing. And I don't know. It just felt amazing, and this podcast is super long, but I promise you it's sort of interesting, sort of comical, and definitely a story. (laughs) All right, (laughs) let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three. And I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. This world is amazing. We broke that down all last week. Do we need to go further? Fine. We're going to. We are. Because the world is amazing. People are amazing. You don't quite understand unless you're looking for proof. And really, that's how we shift all the beliefs that we have. It's just a shift in perspective. Am I looking for the bad? 
Am I looking for the good? And we're not always in the perfect percentage of operation there, so don't hold yourself on a higher pedestal than you need to. It's not always perfect. We want to get in the higher percentage of the good, and that's where we start to make the shift. And the shift really comes from looking for proof, searching for proof of whatever it is that we want to exist. And that's why we do greatness grounding every morning. Hello! We're about to be great. Are you ready? Okay, so greatness grounding really is about shifting our perspective instead of looking for constant examples of how terrible and shortcoming we are. We force the discomfort and force ourselves to start looking for the good, ah, even the great. Because here's the deal. If you would start to venture towards your dreams, imagine, right? Eventually, this is going to be a skill set that you're going to need to have hard wired. We have to believe in how amazing we are, even when we're seeing constant examples of the opposite, even when we're seeing constant examples of whatever, we still have to find a way to believe in our greatness, to believe in this calling, to believe in ourselves. We got to find that skill set. So, Every day, we're going to come here. I'll go ahead and lead the example of greatness grounding. And then you're going to go back and do that in some way, shape, or form with yourself. Do that with your your family. Do that with your ecosystem. Do that with your friends. Start talking about the great and amazing things. And imagine how that could shift when your conversations are about the great, when your conversations are about how amazing you are instead of all the things that are going wrong. Imagine how just that one little shift could make a difference. Forcing yourself to look for the greatness in your life, in your day, in yourself. What? That's how we start to shift that belief. So, bum, 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 my great thing from this weekend, even though there were a million this weekend, and there were a million that could have been perceived and focused on as the complete opposite. And instead, we just allow ourselves to grow in the greatness and focus where we want momentum to continue. I didn't want (laughs) the opposite things to continue. They still happened, and we still shift and focus our energy on the great things that are going well, because we want to grow more greatness. And so, honestly, so many amazing things happened this weekend. I'm still in recovery mode. I uh, I tend to just jump. If someone says, hey, can you help with this? I just go, yep, no idea what I'm doing, but I got you. How do you want me to help? How do you want me to show up? What do you, what do you need? I'm here. If it's something that aligns with things that I'm interested in, if it's something that makes sense with work that I'm doing, I'm in. Let's go. And... That means sometimes I get completely in over my head and have no idea what's happening. And that definitely happened this weekend. (laughs) Yay. But I participated in my first Techstars event, which, and it was a weekend event. So that means 
basically, you had about, on Thursday, started coming up with ideas, started pitching ideas just to the group as a whole. And then Friday really started to dive in with the team and start to pick apart an idea and bring it to fruition, bring it to a business. Crazy, right? Yikes. And it was so fast paced and it was so fast moving. And I had no idea what was going on so much so that I actually like completely abandoned post (laughs) of what I was even supposed to be doing there because I was supposed to be actually helping organize and facilitate the event. And I ended up just not having any idea what was going on. I should have definitely prepared better, but you know what? I, my lack of preparation usually gives me a really great seat to pull up to the table when we start planning for how we can do it better, right? How, how we can make changes and improve along the way. And so I kind of enjoy just pulling up and having no idea what's going on because I like to bring that perspective to every table because that's kind of the world that we live in, you know, (laughs) so much of this activity the activity in the entrepreneur space is really like showing up before you're ready and then figuring it out on your way down. And so my great thing really is that while I could never have prepared for what I experienced this weekend, like literally still wondering if feeling hungover from doing a startup event is normal. Um, but it felt crazy. And I suppose it was the lack of sleep, but seriously, I felt slightly ill yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so much of that is just diving in and figuring it out. And that, I think, is one of the truest qualities of an entrepreneur. And so all of this work, while I couldn't have prepared, for what actually happened. I I probably could have, I could have read up, but I still, I still just don't think there's a good way to be like, this is what it is. This is what you're going to do. If there is, I'm going to figure it out because I want people to be prepared for that space. Um, But so much of that, so much of just being an entrepreneur is making your skill set the ability to th- to thrive and go when called on regardless and so i remember showing up to this microphone and wanting to just be prepared for whatever was coming my way and i can't remember who who shared the quote but it was like don't say that you want something and then not be ready when you're called on and so all of this work right? The mindfulness work that we do, the meditating, the yoga, all of the things that we've found, this this deeper spiritual practice of, of centering and this better understanding of how to make yourself unwavering, right? This like level of peace, this level of calmness, to just show up 
and do to be ready when handed opportunity. That is what we've been practicing (laughs) over this time. This understanding that the best self that we can bring is a whole mind self. Is a self that sits up at attention when called on, but has been practicing how to come to attention all the way along. And so, I don't know, guys, girls, everybody. I don't know. But this weekend... The ability to be untouched, unwavering. I don't even know what the right word is, but I can think of what it was because I remember actually um, unshakable. The ability to be unshakable is something that I think I will forever take pride in, but that's that's what you're building. That's the skill set of the death of a dream, essentially. We're so sure and unwavering in this being the path. We're so sure that it's all going to work out and make sense. Somehow, we just go. And when we're called on, we've, we've practiced, we know, we know in our soul, we know in our heart what this is and how to speak on it and why it's important. We know because we're moving with our heart. We're moving with our entire soul and self. And it's amazing. And so my great thing was just, <laughs> well, there were times where I was slightly shaken Just the peace and calmness when I was seeing nothing but the opposite. Or I was seeing proof that I should be shaken by now, but constant unwavering proof that I may have built a stronger person than I was before. And that's like, what? (laughs) You know, and that's really cool because anyone could show up and do this work. And while there's no exact guide, the death of a dream is by no means the road that you should follow. You should know that the biggest majority of this work was figuring out how to tap back into the things that I already knew about myself and about my being. Which means you can too. And it's not the things that you're doing. It is just the extension of your being. Where do you want to shine light in this world? All right, that's my great thing. I'm going to break down what happened this weekend. I don't even know that I can fully get into it, but you should all know. I (laughs) really started my journey kind of um, annoying people who are in the entrepreneurial scene. People who started things, helped people start things, all I knew. And I should pull up the first email that I sent. I finally found someone who helped entrepreneurs and I emailed him. And I was like, hey, 
I don't even really have ideas. I have no background of entrepreneurship really in my family. I have people who who did things, but I don't really know anything about them. I I I want to be an entrepreneur and I don't know how and I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that I I I have ideas and I I do work with ideas and I I would you just talk to me? Because I have no one to talk to about this and I I want to do things and I I want to bring things into the world and this term entrepreneurship it, it seems like a skill set that I have I've been reading articles and I I feel like I've been building my entire life to something like this and I'm not excited about my life right now and the things that I'm doing in my job and I I want the excitement that I used to have when I was thinking about what I would do with my life when I, if I really got to decide I I want to decide this I want to decide entrepreneurship and I realized that you can't just decide that, but I'm wondering if you can, and I'm wondering if you know enough about it that you can help me in some way. Please, please. And like, that was not the email, but I guarantee that it sounded that insane. (laughs) I think I threw in enough kind of snarky jokes that this person was willing to meet with me. And I'll be forever grateful because that willingness to just sit down and have a cup of coffee really kind of turned me to this being a possibility. And most importantly, this being something that happens here in my state where I live, that I didn't have to wait until we moved to sort of spark this want and this need to venture and start something that I was excited about. And so that cup of coffee sort of changed everything. And he didn't even sit there and say like, yeah, you seem like someone who could have good ideas. He was just like, yeah, that's cool. You should keep going. If you ever need anything, just reach out. I think you do have some pretty good ideas. You should start working on them. Just go, just start. And so I did. And the amazing thing was, The podcast continued. I'm certain at that point, because that was really even before I started the podcast. Um, And he had just said, like, you got ideas. Just go with them. See where you get. Try some things. I didn't have like a firm understanding of where I wanted to go with any of it. But that encouragement to just go, just build, just do really helped. And then knowing that I had someone in this space, that there were events around here that I could tap into and better understand some of the things that I was trying to do and lean on some mentors as I went through this work of just working on things that I really never knew. Is this going to be a thing? Or is this going to just be something I'm excited about right now? And how do I know the difference? And where are the rhythms? And how do we find flow and all the things that we've discussed? And so I would just start working, not really understanding what it was that I wanted to do, but just trying things and building things and understanding how to build. And I would say, hmm, after that conversation, That conversation really led to me just starting to serve in that area of entrepreneurship and show up and help and 
again, me, bring a chair from a perspective that maybe wasn't sitting there before, coming from absolutely no connection to entrepreneurship being an option whatsoever, and pulling that chair up and speaking from that perspective and speaking from the perspective of a female and speaking from the perspective of a young mother and speaking from the, right, all of these different perspectives that I can pull up to the table. And then now understanding and valuing how important it is to have those different perspectives because we're not tapping into people who are sitting and dreaming, who could be doing something instead of being so miserable, caught up in what's all impossible about this. How do we connect back to those dreamers, right? Someone who looked like me, sitting just knowing that they wanted to go do something, not knowing what it was, right? Not knowing what entrepreneurship was, not even having grasped that term fully yet, just knowing that there was something there that was exciting, more exciting than what I was doing. And so we sort of get obsessed with that. And I think even if it's not entrepreneur, even if it's just dreamer, dream, what do you want to do? And it's not always entrepreneur, but what lights you up? Where do you see your light in this world? And for me, that was the light. That was always something that sparked ideas and bringing them to life and testing them, right? I never in there did I say bringing something successful to life, just testing and reconfiguring and going back and looking at the numbers and watching to see where the spikes are and then coming back and saying, okay, it looks like here, here, and here. Let's go ahead and investigate. Let's research. And then let's come up with a new solution or come up with something else to test. And then let's apply that and see where we get. And that was work that I was doing in my strategist work. And that was work that I was really always naturally drawn to and excited about. In fact, I didn't even know how excited I was about that until I basically just made it my job. Because the job that I went into really was pretty open. Well, Hannah, how do you think you would do this? And so that's exactly how I interviewed. This position, I would run like this. We need to know X, Y, and Z in order to develop your business in the direction that you're asking for. In order to know where we want to go, we have to actually sit down and say what those numbers are that we're striving to be at. We we have to, right? And nobody was sitting and telling me to do any of this. I was just like, if I was doing this, and I am, what would I do? What do I need to know? And so then I just went and got to know those things and then got to figure out and work within a team and figure out what was working, what wasn't and why, and really look through the process in its entirety. And process is just something that I'm absolutely obsessed with and kind of always have been. And I think, you know, process and direction are vital in you kind of ending up somewhere and you bringing everybody on your team together to do that, the mix of those two things, right? We don't even have to think about success or goals or planning when we have a solid process and a solid understanding of what those teammates are buying into. And so 
knowing that I came from that skill set, knowing and unknowingly building that, but then having someone come to me and ask me to build that, like, that's crazy. And then this is what I find now. That's what happens. When you are just in the arena and you just got to kind of dive in and send crazy emails and see if it's something that you do like and test out some things. And this weekend, that's really where I found myself right in the middle of. Someone saying, hey, you're here. What do you want to do? And if I hadn't been called on like that, nothing that happened this weekend would have happened because I would have never thought that I was good enough to be in that space. I would have never committed to diving in the way that I did. I probably would have just backed off and been like, "Uh, this is weird and uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't know if I'm capable of doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. And it was just sort of like, you're going. And you're running so fast, too, too, too late to back out now. Although you could back out the entire time. Mm-hmm. Could have. And so this is, this is what happened. I got the opportunity to be an organizer and help out with an event. So we've been planning that event, doing all this work. And then I completely misunderstood that assignment and really only because I didn't really even understand how anything operated and I will definitely bring a cool perspective um, that I wouldn't have been able to bring had I not been coming from the place that I was coming. So I'm excited to kind of do the back end planning of what this looks like and really bring a clean, clear, concise process to this work from my vantage point in this. Um, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> I unknowingly pitched uh, idea. I knew that I pitched the idea, but I was like, well, oh, people have way cooler ideas. I'll, you know what? I'll just throw one in there, which I probably shouldn't have done because I was on the organizing team, but whatever. I threw one in there. I'm like, it's not going to get picked up, but I want to keep people going with ideas. So I'll throw one in there. <laughs> so I put one in there and then I'm like, sitting in on these other teams and talking through different ideas. And then all of a sudden I pull up my idea and see that a lot of people are excited about it. And so then I figure out that I have to do a call or something, which other people knew and were aware of what that looked like and how to actually do that. And I only knew because I was running a hub and I had a couple people working live with me and one person joined another team and they definitely did a better job because she came back and had deliverables and had assignments. And I was just like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to go ahead and trust that everybody's wanting to work on this thing. And so let's go. And so then we all went back to work, but we're not really, any of us are working on anything all that specific because I wasn't exactly the greatest group leader because I had never done this before, but okay. So then I kind of just stay up late reading and researching all the things that we need to have compiled because I'm coming late to the game because I wasn't prepared at all. And we have 24 hours to basically build a product and pitch this business around this idea that I initially pitched. Basically 24 hours. And in the midst of all of this, I also have to coach a volleyball tournament on Saturday, which was like, terrible planning on my part, but really I thought I was just an organizer. And so I had sort of set up my schedule that day to be able to tap in about every hour and help out and organize and help, right? 
I could help in the morning for about three or four hours, and then I could pop in every hour to help. And that really was the plan. Except for that didn't really go as planned because my regularly I have two assistants, one adult assistant, one youth assistant. And that day I only had my youth assistant. And so that just required more than what usually requires from a lift. And so I couldn't pop out. And in this instance, I needed to pop out even more (laughs) because I was running all these things. And (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't pop out at all. And so this team is like operating without really a leader, but they're operating and they're running. And somebody that I was working with really took the head up and they started to run things for me and alongside me. And I don't know how everything happened, but it did. We missed a ton of things. There was so much more help that we could have tapped into, but I really didn't even understand how to tap into the platform. And so we just kept swimming and swimming and people went to work and they did things and they they produced things. And so by the time that I got done coaching at 3.30, which is way later than the tournament was supposed to run, usually that specific tournament is done by two at the latest. So of course, at 3.30, <laughs> I get done and I have to decide. Am I going to stay here, tap into Wi-Fi, and finish this here at this school that's in the middle of cornfields that I wasn't even all that sure was going to actually connect to the internet? Um, am I going to stay here? And I was like, nope, let's just get home. Let's get get in a rhythm. If we, We'll get home by about 4.15. And pitches, the pitch deck was due at 5 o'clock. If I get home at 4.15, I can crank this out, I can perfect this pitch deck. And if I get people right now working on what they what they need to add to this pitch deck, we'll be okay. So I'm driving home. I'm realizing that I don't have access to the pitch deck. I'm texting the person who did put the pitch deck together because at least we're not starting from scratch and trying to figure out and everybody that's in the group is trying to get access to this. And it's about three 40 at this point. We're trying to get access. She finally texts me back at about four. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I, my phone got lost in the couch cushions and I couldn't find it. And I finally found it and you guys all have access now. Uh, sorry about that. So that's at four o'clock and right at about four oh eight, I'm talking to her and I start hearing my car make a noise and I'm going, Oh, well, it's cold. And all of a sudden, I, f- I feel my car slowing down. I feel a tire wobbling on the front. And I am stuck in the middle of nowhere with the temperature being about 17 degrees. I have a flat tire. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh my gosh, all hope is lost. We're not going to be able to do this. We're not going to be able to crank this out. I don't know that we can get there. And then I'm just like, no, we are light. We are love. This will all work out. Okay. Okay. Get access to that. Then start assigning people. And then we're going to go out and change this tire very quickly. We can do this. We can change a tire. We got this. And so I start cranking it. And my um, jack just is not in the best shape of its life. But I figure out, I remember that you have to crank it this certain way because it's this kind of jack and whatever. I get the car jacked up. And then I go to my car. I grab the 
whatever that thing is, the wrench thing. And I start like just hauling on these lug nuts and they are not budging. And it's certainly that it's cold. And it's also that I'm like, come on, we can change this tire. We got this. So at that point, I'm like, okay, we got to ditch this. We got to get back to get this pitch turned in. We can do this. And so I run, I call everyone that I know. Everybody's out of town because they were all at my daughter's volleyball tournament. And the one person who wasn't was actually home because her daughter was sick. And so she runs to pick me up, gets me home right at about 4.30, wait, 4.45. Cause as we're rolling in, she goes, well, you still have 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's a completely doable time. Absolutely. Here we go. So I have 15 minutes to sit down, fix and perfect this slide deck, and then write the entire pitch. Right? And this is no way to do something like this, I will say. But coming in completely blind to what I was doing, or I had things, but I just didn't sit down and put enough intentionality and focus behind knowing what it was that I was taking part in. Um, and so I sat down, cranked all of that out and had to be ready to pitch at 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. I got home at 4.45. And really, I, I had a grasp on what we were trying to do. And I was excited. And I guess my heart had already done some of this research and work to understand the problem. And that was really where I wanted to speak from. And lo and behold, my good friends, all of that craziness that I just explained to you, we got third. <laughs> and there were like some amazing companies and ideas and teams of people who brought things to life. And so there were eight teams who pitched and we got third and it was the most insane thing that I've ever done in my life. And the few people that I kind of pushed past their comfort zone and said, just come take part in this said they are going to do it again. And I, without question, will show up and do it again. And I think it takes a special kind of person to be able to do something like that. And definitely your mentality is different if you're at that place and you're ready and willing to dive in and just do work like that in a in a sprint like that but i i just have to say and they said it all weekend um the mc ben mcdougall sort of said this all weekend entrepreneurship is a lifestyle it's not just like oh i run a business it is a complete mind shift mindset shift life shift it's not just like, hi, I'm an entrepreneur. You are a different breed of person. You have to be. And I think this weekend and doing events like that helps people get there. Because if you show up with just a willingness to work and figure it out and get it done, right? What a really important skill set to have as a hopeful entrepreneur, because that is what you're faced with all the time. Everything isn't working out in your favor. Everything isn't going swimmingly. 
you still got to show up. You're still the only one. I remember just driving home. I remember sitting in my car with a flat tire and being like, we should just call it. There's no way that we can pull this off. We should just call it. And then I was like, if anyone can pull this off, it's you. And don't let these people who showed up in this group with their heart, with their work, go unsatisfied with why they showed up here to work. Like, give them something. They worked hard for you. And you are the person who has to bring this. You have to figure out how to get this done. You're the leader. And you have to be willing to stand up for these people who just worked for you. And so I just wasn't willing to throw in the towel because none of them had thrown in the towel all day long in the impossible. And so I couldn't be the person who did. And we figured it out and we pitched and we did it. And it was not for not. You showed up, you worked hard, and this is the reward. And we got third place. And I'm just saying, holy crap, that was amazing. And even if it hadn't turned out as a third place win, as something that won, that was deemed successful, even if it wasn't those things, it was amazing to connect with so many people out here doing this work. It was amazing to see human beings just show up with a heart to serve, to help, to build. And it confirmed all the things that I was looking for last week, the goodness in humans and their ability to show up for each other, unlike any other species. And you can't find it if you're not looking for it. Look for the good. There's so much out there. And I was amazed at this process. I was amazed at how uncomfortably comfortable this realm felt for me. It was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. I was impacted by so many reasons to give up, to to dissolve the group, to not do this work. And we found a way to do it anyways. And make sure that if this is a realm, if you want to explore entrepreneurship, there are so many people that are out there that can help you. You don't have to sit in a weird bedroom in your house and dream about what could be if only you knew the right people. The right people are all around. And if you want help tapping into those things, I would love to help make sure that you get connected in your community somewhere. And more importantly, if there is nothing to connect to in your community, you can build it. You can build it and there are all kinds of resources to help you create that environment within your own ecosystem. Find those people. So don't do it alone. You don't have to. Um, The event that I participated in is actually an online national event, even though it was called Techstars Startup Weekend Iowa. It is a national event and goes on all over the world and participants from all over the world tapped in and did work here. And so if you want to participate in one of those, I would suggest following or learning about, learn first, trust, uh, learning about Techstars because they're doing entrepreneurial ecosystem builders and events to help you find people who can help you with different ideas that you have um, and just help you do the work of entrepreneurship. And it was amazing. And I, I've, I don't know, 
my team members completely blew my mind the way that they just stepped up and led on their own and created the things that were within their skill set and just got to work and did. And my mind will forever be blown. I don't know how long it will take me to recover. I don't know if it's normal to feel like you have a hangover after an event like that. But I suppose when you're just moving that fast through something and surviving purely on energy drinks and not food, you're bound to need to recover at some point. But it was amazing. I can't suggest it enough. You definitely have to build up and just be ready to go to work. I would not suggest on your first run out taking over and leading a team. I would suggest just sitting back and being on a team. But if that's something that you want to do, I find it very cool and inspiring that these events, there really are no restrictions. You don't have to show up as something that you're not, you can just show up with a heart ready to work and willing to work and you can build something beautiful. So take part, enjoy, and start to meet people who are actually in this space. You don't have to stay on the bench forever. You can find these people, these events, and you can start testing this out. It's so cool. It really is. Ah! Um, and you can start building this skill set if entrepreneurship is something that excites you. So uh, dig in. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.